Pfizer ultimately is thinking about mutating COVID? Well, that is not what we say to the public. No. Don't tell anyone what's going on. You have to tell anyone. We're exploring, like, no. You know how the virus keeps mutating? Yeah. Well, one of the things we're exploring is, like, why don't we just mutate it ourselves so we can create undeplated developed new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're going to do that, though, that's a risk of, like, as you could imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating viruses. be, like, very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something like, you know, it goes everywhere. Something crazy. Is the wave of the virus starting and moving on? To be honest, like, it's, it makes no sense if this virus popped out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I know. Meet Jordan Tristan Walker, a director of research and development strategic operations and mRNA scientific planning at Pfizer. It sounds like gain of function to me. I don't know, it's a little bit different. I think it's different. It's like, there's, it's definitely not gain of function. It sounds like it is. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. So directed evolution is very different. Well, you're not supposed to do gain of function research with the viruses. Like, yeah. They're probably not. But you do like these like selected directional mutations to try to see if you can make more potent. Yeah. So there, there is research I'm learning about that. I don't know how that's going to work. There not be any more outbreaks. Just like Jesus Christ. The gentleman seems to have absolutely no moral compass at all. I think a for all government officials. It's pretty good for the industry, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. It's bad for everyone else in America. Why is it bad for everybody else? Because if the regulators who approve our drugs know that once they stop being a regulator, they want to work for the company, then I have these hard for the company. They're getting their job. If this is the quality of individuals within Pfizer that are making these huge decisions that a risk global public health. It's profoundly corrupt. What is Pfizer doing, I guess, to optimize, you know, the vaccines now? Oh, we actually have a meeting about that today, so there's a lot. Really? They're doing no. I don't know if I should say this. <laughs> Our undercover journalist asked Walker how Pfizer is handling the fact that their COVID vaccines are ineffective against virus variants. What he said is disturbing. Listen to this. We're exploring, like, not, you know how the virus keeps mutating? Yeah. Well, one of the things we're exploring is, like, why don't we just mutate it ourselves so we can work on, we can create developed new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're going to do that, though, that's a risk of, like, as you could imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating viruses. Yeah. So okay. we're like, do we want to do this? So that's, like, one of the things we're considering. Okay. Like, the future, like, maybe we can, like, create new versions of the vaccines and things like that. Okay, so Pfizer ultimately is thinking about mutating COVID? Well, that is not what we say to the public. No. That's why it was a thought that came up at a meeting and we were like, why Why do we not? It was like, we're going to consider that with more discussions. Okay. That exact reaction, right? We're like, wait a minute. Like, we won't like that. That's right. It appears that Pfizer is internally discussing the possibility of mutating the COVID virus themselves in order to tailor a vaccine to sell to the public. Listen to Walker describe in detail just how they would conduct such a scientific experiment. First, 
in living animals. So the way that we're thinking about it, don't tell anyone what to call it. You gotta probably show us how to call it. You gotta probably show us how to call it. Okay, right. So um, the way it would work is like, we put them in the virus and these monkeys. Okay. And then we successively like cause them to keep infecting each other. And we collect serial samples from them and then the ones that are more infectious, like the virus, we'll put them in another monkey and you just constantly actively mutate it. That's one way. Or you can even do like directed like simulation, which like we should not prefer. And you just sample what the different like um, like uh, proteins on the surface of the virus look like over time. Okay. So then you can see the mutation. And you can kind of force it to mutate in a certain way you want. Okay. But you have to be like very controlled to make sure that the virus that you mutate doesn't create something like you know it goes everywhere. Something crazy. It's the way that the virus started and moved. To be honest, like it's, it makes no sense that this virus popped out of nowhere. Like yeah, I know. COVID virus experimentation on live monkeys. This is unethical to say the least, and Walker describes those experiments as if they are ongoing and not simply a hypothetical discussion. So, I mean, when is Pfizer going to implement the mutation of all these viruses? I don't know. Because all the experiments work out. Because this is just like something we're dying, right? It sounds like gain of function to me. I don't know. It's a little bit different. I think it's different. It's like this. It's definitely not gain of function. It sounds like it is. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, directed evolution is very different. <laughs> Direct evolution? Directed evolution. Directed evolution, okay. <laughs> well, so, I mean, is that what it is? Maybe. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. Well, you're not supposed to do game function research with the viruses. Like, yeah. They recommend not. But you do, like, these, like, selected threshold mutations to try to see if you can make more potent. Yeah. So there, there is research I'm learning about that. I don't know how that's going to work. There not be any more outbreaks. It's like Jesus Christ. So um, tell me more, like, what's developing with the whole, you know, virus mutation process? Mm -hmm. Well, they're still kind of conducting the experiments on it, but... Uh, it seems like from her they're kind of optimizing it, but they're going slow they were very cautious. Like, you know, right. I was they don't want to kind of accelerate too much. Yeah. Um, but I think they're also just trying to do it as some storage phrasing because you obviously don't want to advertise that you're trying to figure out future mutation. Okay. So, did that, did the whole virus mutation thing, like, come from your executive, Sarah? No, no, no. That came from, like, we have, like, chief scientific officers in, like, the other divisions. In a subsequent meeting, our undercover journalist asked if this type of gain-of-function research is already being studied at Pfizer. But no, as long as it's called directed evolution, Pfizer's in the clear. What, what's the goal for, for Pfizer of doing that? So probably what they want to do is like to try to figure out, to some extent, try to figure out, like, you know, there's all these new strains of variants that just pop up. Why don't we try to like catch them before they pop up in nature and we can develop a vaccine prophylactic for like new variants. Yeah. So that's why they're thinking like if you do it control in the lab, then you say, oh, this is an epitope. And so then if it comes out later on, like in the public, you already have a vaccine kind of working on Oh my god, that's perfect. Mm -hmm. Like, isn't that the, like the best business model though? Like, just control nature before nature even happens itself, right? Yeah, yeah. If it works. <laughs> what do you mean if it works? Because like some of the times like, we're just mutations that pop up, right? And we're not prepared for it. Like with Delta or Omicron right. and things like that. So, who knows? I mean, either way, it's going to be a cash cow. COVID is probably be a cash cow for us for a while going forward. Well, yeah. I obviously like it. <laughs> well, I think the whole, you know, I think the whole, like, research of the viruses and mutating it, like, would be the ultimate, like, cash cow. Yeah, it would be perfect. Now, you would think that creating viruses to sell the vaccine would be illegal, but no. The pharmaceutical industry, as Walker puts it, 
is, quote, a revolving door for all government officials, unquote. Okay. A revolving door for all government officials? Wow. Yeah, for any industry, though. So, like, in the farm industry, all the government uh, officials who, like, you know, review our drugs, most yeah. they come work for pharma companies. Like, the military, like, all the, like, army and defense, like, government officials eventually go work for the defense company afterwards. How do you feel about that revolving door? Like, it's pretty good for the industry, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's bad for everyone else in America. Why is it bad for everybody else? Because if the regulators have to approve our drugs, you know that once they stop being regulated, they want to go work for the company, then I have these hearts on the company. You know, right. We talked to Dr. Robert Malone, physician, scientist, and author, to get his take on the comments made by Jordan Walker. You're gaining function. You're creating a new function in virus one by adding elements from virus two, infecting one monkey and then another monkey. That's called serial passage. That appears to have been one of the technologies deployed in the Wuhan Institute of Virology with the humanized mouse strains that I believe were obtained from uh, EcoHealth Alliance. That's an example of directed evolution. The gentleman seems to have absolutely no moral compass at all about what he's doing. The hubris and arrogance and immaturity. If this is the quality of individuals within Pfizer that are making these huge decisions that uh, risk global public health with such a casual disregard for the human toll, it's profoundly corrupt in terms of would it be feasible for Pfizer to circumvent international or national law, I think that is undeniable. And the gentleman in your investigative work has clearly indicated that Pfizer believes that it has successfully captured the regulatory apparatus of the United States government and presumably worldwide. Pfizer has completed regulatory capture, is quite proud of it, with governments turning a blind eye and Pfizer hiding information from the public, this is an ongoing story. Be brave, do something, spread these videos, and stay tuned.